Hey y'all, welcome as we continue on in Exodus with chapter 26. And in chapter 26, we have just a brief shadow of the picture of the throne of heaven. And the tent that they're about to build is a tent that God will dwell in with his people as they travel through the wilderness. And the first thing and foremost that God has always wanted to do is be with his people and dwell with his people. He wants to be with us. And this is just a brief image of what we can see. And heaven is going to be amazing, more than we can ever imagine or comprehend. But here we get a brief glimpse of the detailed work and the fine details that God goes through in in God's perfection. In verse 1, Make the tabernacle from ten curtains of finely woven linen. Decorate the curtains with blue, purple, and scarlet thread, with skillfully embroidered cherubim. These ten curtains must be exactly the same size, 42 feet long and 6 feet wide. Join five of these curtains together to make one long curtain, and join the other five into a second long curtain. Put loops of blue yarn along the edges of the last curtain in each set. The 50 loops along the edge of the curtain are to match the 50 loops along the edge of the other curtain. Then make 50 gold claps and fasten the long curtains together with the claps. In this way, the tabernacle will be made of one continuous piece. And here, when I was reflecting on this section today, it reminds me that there's 10 curtains in this inner section. And again, God starts with the inside and works his way out, just like he does in us. And there's also 10 commandments of law, which we, but we can't get the law right without the mercy seat of God and the mercy seat of God is going to be right behind these curtains and the first half of the commandments focus on loving God and the second half focus on loving people and these curtains are joined together in one continuous piece God is a God of unity and he wants us to unite and it's a fluid motion of just loving God and loving the people around us in one fluid motion that's what it just made me think of in verse 7 Make eleven curtains of goat hair cloth to serve as a tent covering for the tabernacle. These eleven curtains must all be exactly the same size, 45 feet long and 6 feet wide. Join five of these curtains together to make one long curtain, and join the other six together for a second long curtain. Allow three feet of material from the second set of curtains to hang over the front of the sacred tent. Make fifty loops from one edge of each large curtain. Then make 50 bronze clasps and fasten the loops of the long curtain with the claps. In this way, the tent covering will be made of one continuous piece. Again, we have a continuation, a unity. The remaining three feet of this tent covering will be left to hang over the back of the tabernacle. Allow 18 inches of remaining material to hang down over each side so the tabernacle is completely covered. Complete the tent covering with a protective layer of tanned ramskins and a layer of fine goatskin leather. So this tent is going to be very well protected and insulated against the elements. Verse 15. For the framework of the tabernacle, construct frames of acacia wood. Each frame must be 15 feet high and 27 inches wide, with two pegs under each frame. Make all the frames identical. Make 20 of these frames to support the curtains on the south side of the tabernacle and also make 40 silver bases, two bases under each frame, with the pegs fitting securely into the bases. For the north side of the tabernacle, make another 20 frames. 
with their 40 silver bases, two bases under each frame. Make six frames for the rear, the west side of the tabernacle, along with two additional frames to reinforce the rear corners of the tabernacle. These corner frames will be matched at the bottom and firmly attached at the top of the single ring, forming a single corner unit. Make most, both of these corner units the same way, so there will be eight frames at the rear of the tabernacle, set in 16 silver bases, two bases under each frame. Make crossbars of acacia wood to link the frames, five crossbars for the north side of the tabernacle and five for the south side. Also make five crossbars for the rear of the tabernacle, which will face west. The middle crossbar, attached halfway up the frames, will run all the way down from one end of the tabernacle to the other. Overlay the frames with gold and make gold rings to hold the crossbars. Overlay the crossbars with gold as well. So we have gold-covered tent poles. Set up the tabernacle according to the pattern you were shown on the mountain. For the inside of the tabernacle, make a special curtain of finely woven linen. Decorate it with blue, purple, and scarlet thread and with skillfully embroidered cherubim. Hang this curtain on gold hooks attached to four posts of acacia wood. Overlay the posts with a set and set them in four silver bases. Hang the inner curtain from class and put the Ark of the Covenant in the room behind it. This curtain will separate the holy place from the most holy place. Then put the Ark's cover and place the place of atonement on top of the Ark of the Covenant inside the most holy place. Place the table outside the inner curtain on the north side of the tabernacle and place the lampstand across the room on the south side. Make another curtain for the entrance to the sacred tent. Make it of finely woven linen and embroider it with exquisite designs using blue, purple, and scarlet thread. Craft five posts from acacia wood. Overlay them with gold and hang the curtain from them with gold hooks. Cast five bronze bases for the posts. So he's he's building this amazing tabernacle in great detail. And he, he's placing the Ark of the Covenant inside the most holy place behind two curtains. And this is the place that the high priest will be able to enter. The people won't be able to enter. And we know that this is the mercy seat. This is the place of atonement. This is where God is. God's presence will be inside this, this most holy place so that he can dwell with his people. And the majority of the people won't be allowed to enter this part of the tent. And... Um, God wants people to have faith. God wants us to believe that he is present with us, even when it's not readily visible, even when it's not smack in front of our face all the time, even when it's hard to be seen at times. God wants us to know that he is with us and have faith in God and know that his presence is with us and resides with us. And even when he built this tent, he wanted the, there's two million or better people in this um, nation. And uh, it, this is a huge tabernacle. Hundreds will be able to attend at a time, but not only a few select will be able to approach the most holy place. And he wants his people to have faith in him and believe that he is present and know that he is there, even if they can't always see him. In chapter 27, 
Using the acacia wood, construct a square altar, seven and a half feet wide, seven and a half feet long, and four and a half feet high. Make horns for each of its four corners, so that the horns and the altar are all one piece. Overlay the altar with bronze, and make ash buckets, shovels, basins, meat forks, and fire pans, all of bronze. Make a bronze grating for it, and attach four bronze rings at the four corners. Install the grating halfway down the side of the altar, under the ledge, the carry for carrying the altar. Make poles from acacia wood and overlay them with bronze. Insert the poles through the rings on the two sides of the altar. The altar must be hollow, made from planks, built just as you were shown on the mountain. So here they're building an altar so that sacrifices can be burnt to deal with the sin before approaching God's tabernacle. And the closer people get to God, the more protection is needed. And the closer you are to God, the more holy the ground is, and the more atonement is needed and cleansing. In verse 9, Then make the courtyard for the tabernacle, enclosed, enclosed with curtains made of finely woven linen. On the south side, make the curtains 150 feet long. They will be held up by 20 posts set securely in 20 bronze bases. Hang the curtains with silver hooks and rings. Make the curtains the same on the north side, 150 feet of curtains held up by 20 posts set securely in the bronze bases. Hang the curtains with silver hooks and rings. Curtains on the west of the courtyard will be 75 feet long, supported by 10 posts set into 10 bases. The east end of the courtyard, the front end, will also be 75 feet long. The courtyard entrance will be on the east end, flanked by two curtains. The curtain on the right side will be 22 and a half feet long, supported by three posts set into three bases. The curtain on the left side of the post will also be 22 and a half feet long, supported by three posts set into three bases. For the entrance to the courtyard, make a curtain that is 30 feet long, make it from finely woven linen, and decorate it with beautiful embroidery in blue, purple, and scarlet thread. Support it with four posts, each securely set in its own base. All the posts around the courtyard must have silver rings and hooks and bronze bases. So the entire courtyard will be 150 feet long and 75 feet wide, with curtain walls seven and a half feet high, made from finely woven linen. The bases for the posts will be made of bronze. All the articles used in the rituals of the tabernacle, including all the tent pegs used to support the tabernacle and the courtyard curtains, must be made of bronze. So we see the righteousness and the detail of God and not not anyone can just walk into this place and this place that they're building is this holy, majestic, amazing tabernacle, but it's going to be built in a way that will be mobile, so it can move as they move through the wilderness. And they have to have an altar of where they can burn an offering, because in order to approach God, something has to atone for our sinful nature and the sins in our life. Something has to die in our place so that we can approach God cleansed and pure and righteous. And that's the nature of the sacrifices. And when Jesus died on the cross, he sacrificed himself as the ultimate and final sacrifice so that we are cleansed and righteous every single day of our lives if we accept his gift of salvation and freedom. Jesus is our final tabernacle, the bread of life and the light of the world, and the final sacrifice on the altar. The curtain is ripped open and no more separation is is there between us and God.
And in verse 20, it continues, Command the people of Israel to bring you pure oil, pressed oil, olives for the light, to keep the lamps burning continually. The lampstand will stand in the tabernacle in front of the inner curtain that shields the Ark of the Covenant. Aaron and his sons must keep the lamps burning in the Lord's presence all night long. This is a permanent law for the people of Israel, and it must be observed from generation to generation. And we have that oil in our lives every day of our lives to keep the fire of God burning inside us for all eternity. And that oil is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is present and points to Jesus and reflects Jesus in our lives. And we're able to follow Jesus' direction and obey God because of the Holy Spirit burning continually, continuously in our lives. And we make mistakes. We're going to make mistakes. We're imperfect humans. But when we make mistakes, we can run to the throne of God. We can repent. We can turn from sins. And we can be refreshed by God. So that is chapter 26 and 27. And we'll continue on tomorrow. I hope you all have a great day.